0: Welcome to Coffee and Combos. In this week's episode, we share about the nonprofit we founded and celebrate our first success. So grab your cup of coffee and join us around the table for the one about Catharos.
1: Is up. Welcome to Coffee and Convos. I'm your host, Becca, and tonight I'm joined by my incredible husband, Josh. Josh, how's your week, man?
0: It's been really, really good. Really busy. Um, jam-packed at work. We have been short-staffed, um, but there is the light at the end of the tunnel. We hired a bunch of people, and so hopefully everything works out. But uh, yeah, it's it's been a good week. Um, we... Got a bunch of stuff done for Catharos this week, which we will share about um, in a little bit here. But other than that, family's been great. Um, we had a great previous weekend. We celebrated our little guy's second mm-hmm. birthday. So that was uh, a blast. And just seeing him grow up is uh, uh, its so good, but so sad at the same time. Cause it's yeah. like, man. It's so know. buttersweet. Yeah. So, um, but no, it was, it it was, it was great. Uh, how about yours?
1: Yeah, same. Uh, super good week, super busy as always. I feel like that's all we ever say. You can just rinse and repeat. Hmm. Um, but I think it's just been really solid. And you know, when we say busy, it doesn't always mean a bad thing. Like we busy, doesn't always have to be a negative. And I think sometimes people make it to be a negative. Um, we like to find balance in the midst of the chaos. And so, even though our week might be busy, there are also moments in there where it's just us and we're focused in on the moment and enjoying it as it comes. And yeah. so um, it's been really solid. And, and we've honestly, in the last couple months, I feel like we've been really, um, really working through that about what is too busy and what is and appropriate busy, um, and really making sure that, like, our mental, spiritual, physical life is in check. Because um, I know I tend to get really overwhelmed because I have a hard time saying no, and I want to be able to be a part yeah. and be helpful. But there have definitely been moments um recently where I've had to kind of take this, you know, take a seat and uh, let some things go by um, because I just – just can't do it, and yeah. that's okay. Um, but, you know, it's been a really cool and growing season, um, growing week. And in my devotions uh, this week, a lot of it, I've just been, you know, asking God for more energy and motivation and um, just a sense of peace in the midst of everything going on. But, yeah, it's been really, really good.
0: Yeah, no, uh, same for me. Just uh, it's it's been uh, one of those weeks that I'm, I'm excited like it's over, but I'm also like – Grateful for all the experiences I had this week, and it's just it was good. So, uh, if you are a new listener, first and foremost, welcome to the table. We get to have this conversation every Friday, and so, uh, really excited that you have chosen to listen and join us. Um, we would love to have you as a weekly listener, so make sure you follow, subscribe, leave us a rating, a comment that helps the podcast grow to reach more people. As always, in the show notes, we do have a Patreon page in which you can monthly support this podcast and uh, helps it grow and uh, for us to upgrade technology. So you can go check that out in the show notes as well. And there is also a link for some free coffee. Everyone loves free coffee. Mm-hmm. So hit that link and uh, you can get some free coffee from Trade, uh, which is always awesome. So we wanted to talk Tonight, um, A little bit, just kind of give everyone an update on our nonprofit, which is Catharos Network. Um, we have been working just diligently and very hard behind the scenes uh, to make sure everything kind of lines up. You know, I think when we launched this, we have run ministries, we've been a part of ministries, but we've never had like a ministry of our own. And so um, there's so much that goes into running a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, clearly, I think we had counted the cost early on. We knew it was going to be a sacrifice on time and resources and things like that. But there's just the small stuff like who's going to print the stuff? <laughs> Where are we going to get t shirts made?
1: Um, <laughs> and we don't, we've never like mass printed anything. So when no. we got the first bill, we were like, oh my God. So it definitely has been a very humbling experience, to say the least.
0: Super humbling. And then, you know, just like getting all the right equipment. So we decided, you know what, we're going to cut out the middleman. We're going to get our own printer. Um, And so we were able to find a really, you know, nice, affordable printer, um, a computer to edit and, and, you know, be able to to have just a platform to be able to edit content and look at our YouTube channel and then opening a bank account. Who knew, yeah. right? Like you have to have a business account you have to open and filing for our 501c3 and just like all these small steps to make sure legally we're able to have Catharos um, and people can generously give to Catharos. But, you know, I think the thing that both of us have been praying through is Having a nonprofit specifically that's a ministry, there is the spiritual toll that goes into it. And, you know, we'll just be raw and transparent on this episode because we want you guys to know. um, And I think one of the themes of our podcast is it is very transparent. It's raw. You're not getting the edited, you know, clean. So version of it, you're getting um, the raw emotion of it. And so we had prayed through and asked the Lord, hey, what do you want us to do? Um, as far as our microchurch is concerned, you know, Catharos Network, the main theme of it is launching and equipping people to to have microchurches. And so a microchurch is a missional expression of the gospel in the community. And so we've been praying through it. And I kept batting around this idea of beer and Bible, which sounds like it doesn't even go together, right? In our Western context, like you hear those two words and you're like, um, Josh, not, that doesn't go together. And the Lord just kept, like, highlighting this to me. And so after praying and talking to Becca, I was like, you know, I really feel like I need to model what a microchurch could look like. And let me launch this. And so um, we we designed the logo, got it ready. We went public with it. Well, it was like a <laughs> shell shock, right? Mm-hmm. We had people just aggressively attack us on social media and, you know, how dare you combine the two and yeah. why, you know, Jesus would never hang out with sinners and, and have a drink with them. Like, you know, who are you? And then on the flip side, we had people who responded like, wow, this is incredible. Like you're going to be meeting people because the concept of beer and Bible is we're having a Bible study in a bar and meeting people where they are um, and also giving like this place that the gospel really doesn't ever come into contact with. Like you don't just go to a bar and see a bunch of Jesus stuff everywhere. So for yeah. us, like that is a micro church taking the gospel into the darkest areas to be a light. And um, I got to, you know, to be honest, like I was super discouraged, um, battled a little depression and, you know, clearly questioned, God, did I really hear from you? Should I do this? batted around with Becca again and, you know, talked to a mentor of ours. And it it just, it came back to that place that I think has been a theme in our life over the last year of God giving us peace. Mm -hmm. And he gave us peace um, for us to be able to launch this micro church, even in the midst of being attacked. And what I kept thinking about, like clearly no way in at all comparing myself, but in the height of Jesus's ministry, he was consistently publicly attacked by the religious system. Mm-hmm. For us, we knew launching catharos, it wasn't going to look like anything our city had ever experienced, even though it's very first century, um, and people wouldn't understand. And so for us, like we took the road of, hey, you know what? It's okay if people don't understand The ones that do will get it, and this will be gold for them. This will be fruit for them. And so
1: I think, though, I think for those kinds of people too, this will be a place where they finally feel like they fit. Yeah. Um, You know, I feel like Catharos in some ways are for the misfits who just don't know where they can plug in and don't know how to connect and don't know how to do those things because we're going to partner with them to find their purpose and have them live that out.
0: Yeah. No, you nailed it right on the head. I mean, Catharis very much is uh, the misfit of ministries because most of the ministries in our city are your traditional. Here's a church. Everyone shows up a couple days a week and then they go about their lives the rest of the week. Catharis is we're going to missionally live this during the week.
1: And we're going to come to you.
0: And we're going to come to you. And you know, there's, there's this powerful potency about it that's very, like I said, it's very first century. It's very Acts, um, the book of Acts based. But yet again, the thing that separates us from really any other ministry in our city is that our heart and our goal is we're raising people up who have a missional call on their life to reach some kind of thing in their city. For me, that some kind of thing is meeting people at a bar and having a bible study. Yeah. Um for another person it could be they're going out at midnight to meet prostitutes on the street. It could be they're taking care of foster parents and loving on them during uh, a time of respite. And so yeah, whatever and it could be that dance, could be and it, it could, could be, be arts, dance. Yeah. It could be
1: worship. It could be whatever it is. Like it's really and truly that's the beauty of it is it's an open box.
0: It's redefining what it means to be the church because I think for all of us If you've grown up in the church, especially in the South, in the Bible Belt, church, in our terminology, is a building that has a stage, that has a band, and has a preacher. Mm -hmm. And Catharos has redefined that to say, listen, here the uh, we call it our ecclesia minimum. So it's worship, community, and mission. Worship for us is not just music. It's a lifestyle. It's our heart. It's every act that we do unto God. Community for us is... Is not just like, hey, let's have you know a board game night or occasionally gather people. Community is really doing life with people, getting to know them, living um, in spaces with them, and then um, you know, mission is is praying not just for God to send us overseas somewhere, but God break our hearts for the things in our city that break your heart. Yeah, and um, and that's and that truly really is. It sounds simple, but when you start kind of lining things up, I think a lot of people. Not that they don't necessarily want to do those things. I don't think they've been taught or equipped to do those things. And so for them, it's foreign. Yeah. But here's the cool thing. So, you know, we had all this kind of hesitation with beer and Bible. And then I just told back I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. We're going to go through with it. We're not going to be that kind of ministry that backtracks and releases this PR and says, what were we thinking? No, we're going to go headstrong in this thing. And um, had our first beer and Bible. Which I thought was going to be rocky because I didn't even know if I was going to have like the venue secured. We had done it at a local uh, brewery here in town, emailed the brewery, never got a response back. So I was like, yeah, you know what, what the heck, I'll just show up. Um, and showed up. Sure enough, the brewery had the space reserved. They were like, oh yeah, like Beer Bible. Hey, what's up guys? And I was like... Uh, I never heard anything back, so I didn't even know if you guys like had us, and um, so got to talking with the guy. And what was so cool? This was probably the coolest conversation of the night. The bartender—I don't even know where he stands with God. Uh, You know, I mean, just kind of a cool, just I don't know, just a really neat guy. And he started asking questions. He's like, "Man, like, is this with a local church?" And so I was able to share, like, "Hey, no, we're actually a micro church." And as soon as I said micro church, it's like his eyes lit up. And I think for a lot of reasons, but I think in the brewery world, there's a, a concept called microbrewing. Mm. And so what a cool, like
1: wow, That's super cool like
0: thing to do because the brewery we went to, they've become more than that. But at one stage, they were a micro brewery. Yeah. So I was able to share like our website and how to find more info. And you know, we ended up having the Bible study. We had seven people, four different churches represented. It was incredible. Um, absolutely incredible. What blew my mind more than anything was the fact that people who never had met each other, no one around the table besides me and another guy knew each other. Yeah. All opened up, shared hesitations about our faith. We, um, so what we're doing is we're taking one book of the Bible at a time. So we're in the book of John. We take 13 verses every week and, and, um, or every other week, should I say, and dive into those 13 verses. And it was just like, when I left there, I felt like the Lord say, this is what my people need in this hour. Mm. You know, and we we shared a beer. So, you know, clearly the, the beer concept comes in. Um, our policy is it's a two beer minimum. Um, so. Maximum. Or sorry, maximum. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> little not tired. A
1: Not a two beer minimum.
0: <laughs> two, two beer, um, maximum. And, um, and everyone honored that, you know, every week we'll be kind of straightforward with that for the new people coming. But one of the things that maybe made us a little controversial was the fact that for my micro church, like I'm going to buy the first beer. Um, for the first time guests, because I believe that shows hospitality. Um, but it also shows like, Hey, as Christians, um, not that like we're out here trying to be cool and drink, but we want to show them like we're ready to get like in your world. Yeah. And, um, and, I, and personally, just to be honest, like I love beer. Beer has always been something that I've enjoyed personally, not to get drunk, but just the different flavors and, um, styles of it, you know, it's, it's similar for me like coffee is.
1: Well, and I think in America, that's where we've tainted that idea of beer and alcohol. And, right. like, if you go anywhere else, even, even actually, honestly, even just up north in America, like, people are having Bible studies or getting together or whatever and having a beer and sharing their faith. You know, if you were to go to Scotland yeah. <laughs> or Ireland, like, oh, yeah. they go to the pubs after yep. church. And so, like, it's a very... um it's that kind of culture that we're dealing with here in, in America or in the South, um, where we're having to help people relearn. And Josh and I just firmly believe that like, hey, there's drinking is fine in moderation. Yep. Now if you have an issue with drinking, you probably shouldn't come to that Probably not, the best not for yeah. you. Um but the also the beauty of Catharos is when all of when when things start to sort of kick off and people have when we have lots of different micro churches going on each micro church will have their own thing and they don't necessarily um have anything to do with the other right. other than like hey we're all a part of the same network and hey we love you and we're praying for you you right. know but if someone is like oh i don't you know i don't really drink okay cool like let's pl- get you plugged into a micro church that totally like Makes your calling like want to come out and yeah. like something that you can align with and or something that you should launch specifically. Like each micro church doesn't have to necessarily go because I'm sure down the road there are going to be micro churches and we're like that's cool and like as long as it's biblical and you're cool with it and God you know gave it to you that's cool. But for Josh and I like yeah. not our thing. <laughs> that's okay. Um but so, I think that's just the beauty of it all, too. Is like, yes, we're all under the same umbrella, and yes, we're all connected into this like family, but we're also our own thing, yeah. Um, that has its own purpose for the kingdom, and I just think that's it's really incredible,
0: yeah. And you know, micro churches, we you know, I want to make this clear like, it's not a small group, even though it might look and resemble like a small group, it very much functions as that ecclesia minimum church. And so for my micro church, we're going to have missional outreaches in the community. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to have our skin in the game. Yeah, we're there in a bar and we're being the light of Jesus reaching, you know, the darkness in that atmosphere, but we're also going to be a light in our city. And so what I love about it is it's like each micro church is organically its own thing. We call it, um, the, the ecosystem. So our ecosystem all operates under 12 values, um, which hold our ministry, hold our micro churches together. But what's great is each, each micro church, even though it might be under the Catharos Network banner, it's its own thing. Each micro church has its own vision, has its own mission, has its own way of doing things. So the only thing that really connects us, keeps us together in that ecosystem, is the 12 values that kind of hold us together that we align ourselves to. Um so at the end of the day, like it's a beautiful expression. We're really excited. You know, we have a couple more interest nights um for anyone interested in being a part of this ministry. And then um August we go live. We have um, what we call house church. And so house church will be that twice a month home base that will look um and feel kind of similar to what I guess the Western Christian would would consider to be church. There's going to be worship. There's going to be prayer. There's going to be food. There's going to be community. And then there's going to be a message. And so we're really excited for that. That's going to be the place for micro churches, kind of to, if they want to, they don't have to. Um, it's a co-op kind of deal. So they can opt in or they can opt out. Um, but if they opt in, that's a place for them to refuel their tanks to be able to continue to be Jesus in the city. Mm-hmm. Um and so we're we're excited for what God's doing in this ministry and can't wait for more. Do you yeah. have anything else?
1: No, other than um and if you touched on it I'm you know I'm sorry but I want to just reiterate um if you haven't the fact that this isn't to replace the local church.
0: Right. Um right.
1: Katharos is a resource it's um it's a ministry for for you to go deeper um we believe in the local church we belong to a local church yep we love them desperately we cheer them on um this isn't something where we're like we're just going to start our own thing right this is uh hey like that's awesome that you go to church but you still have a calling and if you want to like start you know, shifting into that calling and really doing something with it and doing that missional aspect of it. Like, let's get plugged into Catharos and see what we can do. Like, let's really reach the city because the church is a beautiful and wonderful thing, but the church is for the saved. You know, it really ultimately is like, can lost people go there? Yeah. But there are a lot of lost people that aren't going to church. And so we have to do something about that. And so that's what, you know, Catharos is, is it's going where the church necessarily, not saying that they won't go, but going where the church isn't currently. Like, yeah. that's what this is. So our heart eventually is to be a resource for churches, for their people to say, for the people who are saying, like, I want to I want to do more. I want to grow deeper. Well, guess what? Hey, there's a ministry called Catharos. Let's yeah. get you plugged in because they're really doing something that's in the community, right? So we don't want to be an extra thing. We want to be... Like we don't want to, we don't want to copy what someone else is doing. We want to start something fresh and new in the area that we are, um, and it's definitely fresh and new. Yeah. Um, but that's all I wanted to add was that we love the local church. Um, we're for them, and um, our heart is to connect. Um, we want to be that such a beautiful community. Um, and Josh and I always say the saying that we got from our. Um, our friend, the official nest is build kingdoms um, or build bridges, not kingdoms. And um, that really is our heart is we just want to continue to fill the gap and, um, and just love people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, If you're wanting more info about catharos or just who we are as a ministry, um, you can visit uh, org, And I'll also link that in the show notes. So if you click the show notes, you can see the link and click it and, Our website explains everything you probably need to know. It has resources also on the website, has our YouTube channel that has uh, teachings available. So definitely go check that out. And uh, we can't wait to join you around the table next week. We love you guys so much. Talk message. See ya. See ya.